Doug Ford and his progressive conservatives are indeed changing regulations under the Highway Traffic Act to fulfill an election promise on a helmet exemption for uh, Sikh motorcyclists. This will happen on October the 18th. Starting October the 18th, uh, if you are a Sikh and you wear a turban, you'll be allowed to ride motorcycles in Ontario without helmets. And, uh, you know, he says the safety of our roads will always remain a priority. But our government also believes that individuals have personal accountability and responsibility with respect to their own well-being. I want to welcome to the show uh, Balprit Singh. He is legal counsel and spokesperson for the World Seek Organization of Canada. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you on. Thanks for having me. It's a good day for you, I guess. Well, I think uh, generally the Sikh community has welcomed this announcement, and it's uh, something that many in the Sikh community have wanted for a long time. Yeah, speaking of, you know, wanting this for a long time, give us a little history on how long you've been lobbying lobbying the government over this. So uh, the Sikh community has uh, traditionally, I mean, first of all, the turban. The turban is worn by many Sikhs. It's an article of faith, and it's worn at all times. And as you can imagine, the issue here is that nothing is worn on top of the turban, and fitting a helmet over top of the turban has been an issue. Um, this has been addressed in many countries, uh, whether it's the UK or India or Singapore or uh, even in Canada, whether it's uh, Manitoba, British Columbia, Alberta, it's all fine. Uh, this has been something that's uh, not been allowed here in Ontario and many in the community for probably, I think, uh, 2007, 2008, when uh, Mr. Badesha, Biljinder Singh Badesha, actually brought a court case uh, uh, challenging this rule. Uh, that's probably when uh, everything started to heat it up, getting heated up here in Ontario. But was, uh, this, is, this has been in place for many years uh, in other jurisdictions. Was that a human rights case? No, it was uh, actually a traffic uh, traffic ticket that he received because he wasn't wearing a helmet and uh, he took it to court. And did he win? Well, uh, he did not win. Uh, the fact was that when this was taken to Human Rights Tribunal in British Columbia uh, in the 90s, uh, the BC Human Rights Tribunal found that the risk posed by wearing a turban uh, instead of a motorcycle helmet is actually marginal. Um, but uh, since that decision, there was a Supreme Court of Canada decision called Hatterian Brethren that gives governments in general uh, a lot of uh, breadth in terms of uh, looking out for safety and security, particularly when it comes to road safety. Uh, and this was uh, considered to be a justifiable uh, decision by uh, the Ontario government to not provide this accommodation. Uh, so therefore, he did not win. Uh, it was pretty much thrown to the government that, hey, if you want to do this, you can do this, but you're not obliged to do this by the law. You mentioned already that other provinces have already um, exempt Sikhs from wearing turbans while riding motorcycles, uh, Alberta, Manitoba, and B.C. Now Ontario happens to be the fourth one. Can you um, speak to why you think there's been a shift in the provinces, um, in the, the government at least, for the provinces' attitudes concerning helmet exemptions? I think there's been an ongoing discussion between the community and uh, governments. It's been an opportunity to explain our position. Look, motorcycling in of itself is probably the most dangerous form of transportation out there. Uh, you know, the death rate for those who are motorcycling is very high. Injury levels are very high. Um, that having been said, we allow people to make that choice. We don't force anyone, you know, uh, you can't motorcycle. So the additional risk posed by uh, this measure, not wearing a, a helmet and instead wearing a turban, 
it uh, statistically it doesn't make a difference. Uh, in terms of road safety, there's been no issue uh, in the almost 20 years this has been in place in British Columbia, no issue in any other jurisdiction. It hasn't impacted road safety or health care in any way. Um, and just based on just based on that, it, it doesn't really make much sense to say no, six here in Ontario can't do it. What does that say about the helmet laws? Because, you know, I think about uh, an impact, and if you're riding on a motorcycle, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to know that if you have a him- head impact, you're going to do uh, a serious fair amount of damage. We know that. Um, and if you're saying that you don't, they haven't noticed much of a difference between people wearing a turban and people wearing a helmet that's designed to withstand impact, then is is there a fault with the, the helmet designs? Well, I wouldn't go so far. I mean, here, we're talking about a small minority of uh a small minority generally in Canada of the Sikh community, and then an even smaller number of Sikhs who choose to motorcycle. And from amongst them, you have a number who choose to avail themselves of this accommodation. The actual impact on the numbers is because of because of the small number of people who are actually doing it. On the grand number, it's not going to make an impact at all, um, and it hasn't. So in terms of actual uh, safety that's provided by a helmet, I think there is good evidence out there that it does make a difference. But when we leave it to personal liberty, uh, when we weigh in factors like freedom of religion, we let people make decisions that we may not necessarily agree with. Uh, mm. uh, we let people smoke. We let people go skydiving. You know, I, I don't do either of those things. I don't motorcycle either, to be honest. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily the most wise thing to do. But you know, we let people make that decision and live with the, live with the consequences. Uh, and once again, here, based on the statistics and just based on experience letting uh, a number of six ride their motorcycles without uh, a motorcycle helmet is not going to make a big difference to any individual's life. It's going to, you know, at most, the risk is borne by the person uh, making this choice. Well, Britt, I'm going to play uh, just a caller that we had uh, reacting to the original, um, Doug, Form- uh, Doug Ford's original uh, promise that he would change things and, and bring in this exemption for Sikhs. Uh, you know, not wearing helmets while riding a motorcycle. It's a guy named Jack, and he was on the show back in August when we were talking about it. Here's what he said. And when I was serving in the military, there was a couple of seat guys that were in my platoon. And when we were on base, they wore their turbans and, uh, you know, for dress uniform, etc. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we were in theater, they weren't wearing them. They were wearing helmets just like the rest of us. All right. So he's saying that in the military, they, uh, you know, they they have to wear helmets that wouldn't fit, you know, over top of a a turban. And that's allowable. Uh, Do you think we're going to see changes there? Look, I mean, anecdotally, the fact that two six that this individual knew chose to make that decision, it really doesn't matter, to be honest. I mean, you have six who may choose to wear a motorcycle helmet, and you have six, many six, who don't feel comfortable with that decision. Um, generally speaking, uh, helmet regulations have become tighter over time. For example, there were 80,000 six who sacrificed their lives in the First and Second World War, and one of the conditions of these six, six fighting in these world wars was that we're not going to wear helmets. Mm. And they were allowed to fight without uh, wearing a helmet, and that was an exemption that was given to them by the British forces. That was fine back then. Um, over time, uh, like I said, you have these general helmet rules that are applied almost blindly. You have, uh, for example, uh, truck drivers. There's many, many thousands of sick truck drivers. When they go to weigh stations in some places, they're being told, you have to put on a helmet. And there's nothing possibly going to fall on their heads mm. at this weigh station. Uh, there's nothing above them there. But, you know, it's just that on our yard, everyone wears a hard hat. Yeah. And this 
this rule is applied blindly. So where there's stuff like that, I think the rules have to change. Um, where there's a genuine risk of hard hat, of, of head injury and a hard hat is absolutely necessary, then I think the community, you know, we're reasonable people. We can live with that. So you don't think there's a risk uh, when you're on a motorcycle of a head injury? I think there is. But once again, I'll go back to what I said, yeah. which is motorcycling in itself is a very dangerous activity. And if we let people do that, then uh, the tribunal in British Columbia found that the risk posed by allowing this is marginal at best. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, not at all. Have a great day. All right, bye-bye. Balpreet Singh is a legal counsel and spokesperson for the World Sick Organization of Canada.